Hello, everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks, your host of AVA Live Radio podcast, music curator and journalist for the music business on New Music Release Radar, Indie Music Spin, The Six Magazine, and American Pride Magazine. I also edit a daily music and arts newsletter called Jacks Daily, available at JacquelineJacks.medium.com. You can connect with all of my links at JacquelineJacks.com. Hope to see you soon, especially over on the YouTube channel where I'm reviewing new music every single afternoon. It is crazy over there. Oh my gosh, 250,000 streams on these music reviews just happened in the last 28 days. It is crazy. This stuff is just fire. (laughs) And I'm happy for it because, you know, I love talking about music and it's a really fun, fun thing to do is just watch these crazy videos, review the music that comes out. I listen to it all the time anyway. So I've been having a really good time over on YouTube. This episode is sponsored by newmusicreleaseradar.com, a website where you can discover new music daily that everyone is talking about. So be sure to go over there and check it out. There's even an indie artist section that is updated monthly that you really, really should support because indie music is important. So today on the show, I'm going to talk to you about Apple, Harry Styles, live streaming concerts, and things like that, especially with regards to like Netflix and Apple. They're going to live stream concerts. Is YouTube doing it? Yes, of course they're doing it. Is Spotify doing it? I think so. Even Linktree is going to have some really interesting effects coming up. I also want to talk in upcoming episodes about NFTs. So if you want to subscribe, then don't miss those episodes. And I just recently did an episode on music and what it's like to listen to music, like why it's so therapeutic. And uh, there are some record labels actually that are developing some like ambient label divisions and they should because we're all into mental health these days. It is really, really important. All right, guys, that's coming up on the show. Stay tuned. I will be right back as we get into it. Let's get this party rolling. So Apple Music just announced that they will be live streaming concerts in different series and it's going to start launching with Harry Styles. I'm really excited about this because I just got blown away by him at Coachella. I mean, it was seriously like the Harry Styles show. It was like Harry Styles Coachella <laughs> because he was so good. He really was. He just set the bar. I was watching that whole day and reviewing music for um, the podcast and then he came on and it was just like It was the Harry Styles show, as far as I'm concerned. The other ones, which were, you know, there were some that were really, really good at Coachella, but he honestly just, just did such a great job. Oh my gosh. He has become such an amazing entertainer. And that is just like, I think 2022 is Harry Styles year. So the series on Apple kicks off on May 20th. So it's coming up with a live stream of Harry Styles, one night only in New York, and that's a performance. The concert will be available to stream exclusively for Apple Music subscribers. This is just one of Apple's latest movies in its bid to set 
Apple Music apart from the rivals like Spotify and even Netflix is getting into the game. But no matter how much time and effort an artist may spend crafting music in the studio, it's on stage where they really get to show their work. They get to show their value and the proof of concept, right? I mean, people show up for the concerts, they tune in for the concerts, and that's where you really see the talent the raw talent. It either is there or it's not. Apple Music Live is a new reoccurring series designed to show that. It's giving the biggest stars in music the biggest possible platform to flaunt how they connect with audiences and how their their songs translate to live performances. I'm really excited about this and I'm wondering, since I do this uh, music review YouTube channel, if I'll be able to, I don't know if I'll be able to capture the performances from Apple and use them in music reviews on YouTube, even though technically it is fair licensing, but I'm really not sure being that that's subscriber only content, if that applies. So more on that coming up. If I can do it, I have done a lot of Harry Styles stuff, like I'm still working through a lot of his performances from this last month. And People are really loving them over on YouTube. I mean, they have thousands of views. People are showing up for his new songs. They absolutely love the performance just like I did. And they seem just as excited about it. So seeing him release this album, come out at Coachella, and then now move over to this live streaming event on May 20th. Man, he is just setting the bar really high, I say. So Apple Music Live, one night only featuring Harry Styles, May 20th. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Apple will also offer encore performances at different times so viewers across 167 countries can find a time to view the concert that suits them. So there's not just that one, but literally on the 20th, you've got the 9 and 6, but then the 21st, you can see it again at 12 p.m., 9 a.m. Eastern Time, which covers another demographic, and then 526 is going to be um, 4 p.m. At, at BST time. So I think they really have everything covered. And that's interesting that they did that, right? Like that, that's the world we live in today is that it's not just Eastern time anymore, even though we have a lot of U.S. audience, but we also have people in Germany, the U.K., over, you know, just all over the world listening to our podcast, um, which is, you know, makes it easy on the repeat episodes, but not so easy on live streams. So often when I live stream on YouTube, I find that the majority of the people tune in after I've live streamed, which is fine. It doesn't matter. Because in any case, if there were a ton of comments in the comment section during live stream, then your live stream completely changes and it becomes something that people don't necessarily want to watch on replay. <laughs> the Harry Styles concert is taking place at USB Arena in Long Island, New York. The concert celebrates the singer's new album, Harry's House, which I love. Great songs on it. Oh my God, great songs. I love Boyfriend, which is dropping the same day. The performance will also be the first time Harry Styles has performed his new album in concert. Yeah, that's true. Except that he did feature a couple of the new songs in the Coachella. So that's not entirely true, but it is. Like, But for fact check, he did sing some of those songs at Coachella. And I don't know if they're still on replay on YouTube. They might be. So Apple hasn't shared any 
further details about Apple Music Live or which artists will be featured in the lineup. I have to say they probably do have their lineup already in station, but you know, a lot of things change and they're probably going to roll these out as surprises. Um, even though I would say as they're coming out, they're going to get a lot more subscribers to Apple Music which means the playlist system is gonna start popping over there. So YouTube live stream Coachella this year, like I was saying, uh, with, while Hulu has an announcement itself as the live streaming partner for Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, and Bonnaroo. And that's gonna be interesting to see another one getting into the streaming game, not just a YouTube world. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how Hulu fares, but I know that YouTube is definitely the place to be. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> YouTube is a great platform for being able to share your work and talk to an audience and build an audience. But remember, it's a long game for sure. So this, uh, you know, Harry Styles performance is going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm really interested to see how it drops and what it's like. If you haven't noticed, for instance, over on Spotify, the podcasts are available in video a lot of times. So when I do uh, this show over on YouTube, we launch that in video as well on Spotify. And that just kind of gives you a taste of what it can look like within an app. It looks a lot like YouTube where you just pull it up. And as you're listening to the podcast, the video pops up. But I'm just really excited about the way technology has gone and, you know, what's ahead for sure. Netflix is also considering adding live content. A report just recently came out uh, two days ago that possibly they're including concerts and music festivals. I really think this is going to be the wave of the future, especially after we just came out of this pandemic and there's still a lot of worry about it. But I think people have discovered that through that struggle, they found ways to broadcast to people, to, to monetize streams and to get subscribers. And, and now in the subscriber game, we're ultimately at this point where I think we've tapped out the amount of people who are going to subscribe to Spotify versus Apple, YouTube, all that. And now it's going to be about who has the best technology, who has exclusives, and is it of value to you to have them all have a subscription to all of them because of their exclusives? Or are you just going to pick one? And I think we're going to find out in this next couple of years that it's all going to be this competition between these streaming services for the spend, right? For the subscription fees. And that is going to like make way for lots of technology and things to happen. Like NFTs are going to start rolling out more options for people to be able to purchase right on the apps, just a lot more things going on and perhaps even more social media type of things too. Like I noticed on Spotify, when you launch a podcast, you can do it in video form, but you can also ask people if they want to take a poll or make a comment. And that to me is a lot more social than we've ever had the ability of um, in the technology previous, right? So podcast tends to be a very like passive type of thing where people are usually not using their hands and connecting with their phone when they're listening. So you can exercise, you can just do all kinds of things while you're listening to podcasts and that's fine. But what it doesn't give you is it doesn't give you 
a complete view or attitude of the listener because there is no response, right? The response is just seeing how many people have listened and what days they listened. And sometimes you get some stats like, um, you know, from which countries, the age group, male versus female, some basics, right? But like, we never really get to connect with our listeners in enough of a way that we know who they are. Like, I will get people that will message me on social media platforms saying they loved the episode and they just heard it. But as opposed to YouTube where you can leave a comment and then I can go check out your channel, that doesn't happen on podcasts. And I'm looking forward to when it does, when things are a little more transparent, where I can see my listeners when somebody reacts or takes an active response to a podcast, like they share it. If they haven't tagged me, I still don't know that they have. So like, I still don't get that, right? There's, that's still so passive. I think we're going to see a change, a big shift in that. And I think it's necessary because right now I feel like everybody is an influencer. Like there's so many people literally that are not influencers based on talent. They're just influencers based on being early to platforms like TikTok and just keeping up with the trends. In other words, like what everybody is doing at that time, they're making a video around it, even if it doesn't show that they have any talent or there's no particular reason why we're following them, we just are. So it's really bred a whole new type of influencer that isn't necessarily an influencer. Like I don't really know that TikTok has really birthed so many people that we want to follow or that we would recognize. I feel like it's starting to become anonymous again because it's so flooded. So maybe when we see these streaming platforms tackle big names and do concerts and festivals around those big names, they're kind of shifting again to who's going to be on top, right? The film and television giants of Netflix rumored that they have plans to begin supporting live media Um, And that just recently came to light from a news report that I just read. So at the time that the piece was written, Netflix higher ups hadn't commented publicly on the possibility. But let's just say that if there's fire or smoke, there's going to be fire, right? Because it's hard to believe that if Spotify is getting into this and Apple's into it, and of course, YouTube does it, you know, Netflix they have to expand. They have to keep that market share up. So if the technology is out there, why wouldn't they live stream? They're already posting music um, content, right? They put series up all the time. They put concerts. They do like, you know, backstage interviews, behind the curtain type of things. And all of these series, why not do live rollouts? And I'm wondering what the quality is going to be like. Like, is it going to be produced in a live how is that going to happen? You know, I mean, I guess a concert would be easier than just following somebody around with a camera. But basically, are they going to go backstage? Are we going to get to see things that we wouldn't? And like, how cool is that, that we can watch that on a big screen television from home? Is it going to be where a lot of people don't show up for these concerts anymore? I mean, I for one know I don't like the crowds. I don't feel comfortable in the crowds. And especially after COVID, I really do kind of love to to view things from home. Like I watched Coachella from home. 
And it was amazing because it was not hot. <laughs> I didn't have all of like the lines to wait in. I didn't have to worry about like how I was going to get there and, you know, all of the, all the drama. And when it was done at the end of the night, I got to sleep in my own bed. So there's a really, really big benefit to the way that rolled out, you know, so I could totally see me watching concerts live through Netflix and Apple and that just being an amazing way to do it, you know? So we'll see what happens and we'll also see what happens with the copyright if it if it does classify still as fair usage or if they are just absolutely not going to go with the fair usage laws and just, you know, bump you entirely from being able to stream the content. There might even be some, um, you know, uh, like stream barriers. So like if you try to screenshot it and record your screen while you're watching it, you might not be able to. Spotify's already been able to do that so that people can't copy the content. Um, but, and you know, like I guess it doesn't matter if it's fair usage or not, you still can't, you still can't do it because they're just not allowing it. We'll see what happens with that moving forward. In any case, that's my news for today. It's going to be interesting uh, just to see this next year and what's going on. Cause I certainly have seen so much and especially, let me just mention that after people have been getting injured after panic at like concerts and festivals, right? People are, there's gunshots, there's, there's all kinds of gang battles, there's collapsing stages, there's just so much going on. There's COVID, there's, you know, like viral infections, you know, going through these things. And then there's planes and tickets and travel and all of that is so difficult. I can honestly see where this is just so needed and such a cool thing that's going to roll out. In any case, thanks for listening, guys. This is Jacqueline Jacks with The Daily Jacks. I'll be back again very soon.